All right, so we'll say good morning. So we are picking up today, Baruch Hashem, brand new parak ahead of us today. Quite amazing. Today we begin. Today, Sunday, the 24th of Kislev, Erev Hanukkah, December 18th, we begin the 15th parak of Mesilas Charbosai. The title of this parak, very, very, very exciting parak, Bidarche Kniyas HaPrishos. So we spent a lot of time focusing on the three different levels of Prishos, right? There are three different categories of Prishos. Now we're going to focus on how does one acquire, how does one acquire the Midah Prishos. So I'll say, here we go. We'll say the best way to acquire the meat of precious. So we'll say the best way to reach a level of precious, says Ramchal, is that a person should, should look at the various pleasures of this world and see how fleeting they are. How fleeting they are and how meaningless it is and how it could bring us ultimately again to a real state of spiritual existential danger. Because the fact that we are drawn to certain pleasures, we know that sometimes once I allow myself to be drawn to certain things, it takes so much effort to pull myself away. We'll say, why is that? Because often I see things which are very pleasurable, which look very nice and look very enticing. My eyes, my eyes see it, and therefore what happens? I want it, and I'm drawn to it. Therefore he says, We'll say, this is how the first sin occurred. How did the first sin of Adam and Chava occur? See, he quotes over here, we'll say what happened. Chava, Chava was enticed by the pre. How was she enticed by the pre? By looking at it. It looked really nice. I, so she saw it. She's like, this would be wonderful for me. How much more pleasurable life would be if I just had that particular fruit. So we'll say she, she was drawn in ultimately again by what she saw. Aval, so, we'll say, so what Ramchal is saying over here is that sometimes the way to acquire precious is I, I want something, I want something, but now before I take it for myself, pause. Let me look at it. Let me study it, right? What is going to come from this? If I take this, if I enjoy this, if I, if I, if I consume this, right, or, or, or I bring it into my life, what's going to happen? See, the danger with Chava was she saw it, she, she, she desired when she saw it, and like, she didn't stop. She didn't stop. Therefore, the Rebbechal says, So we'll say, a lot of times in life, when I see a particular pleasure or luxury, and before I partake of it, I stop it and I study it, and I ask myself, like, is this good? Is this good? Or is it really just an imposter of good? It's cozy, but it's not really good. It's not, it's not really good. It looks good. It seems pleasurable, but at the end of the day, this is not going to have the desired effect. said, this is incredible. The first way in which we acquire the meat of the the first step to Prishos is incredible, is something crazy and wild. And it's called thinking before we act. I know, it's like a Kiddush. Thinking before we act. 
I see something. I see something. Everyone say, you know, it, it's interesting. I went over. I went over to. Uh, I went to see my granddaughter on Erev Shabbos, and um, and recently her mother started letting her have lollipops. So I went over and I saw her early in the day. I gave her a lollipop and I brought over another lollipop before Shabbos. And I made, I made like such a I made a, such a mistake. Like I became that grandparent who does something that the parents are like, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Right? So like I, I brought like this fancy lollipop. I said to my granddaughter. This is for tomorrow. It's for Shabbos. She started to sleep in the bed. So I said, for tomorrow, if you sleep in the bed. So she took it. And like me, like I'm thinking, oh yeah, I just, I just like, I reasoned with a two-year-old. And I told her, you know, we're going to save this and it's going to be good. She takes it. It's like, open it. Open it. Open it. And I'm looking at myself and I, I, I can't do it. I just did this. Like, what, what, what should I have done? Like, I should have given it to my daughter. It's my son-in-law. Say, like, here, this is for, for tomorrow. Give her a treat. Instead, I give it to, I will say, because what happens? A two-year-old gets something, they see it, open it, I want it. Well, see, you know how incredible it is that most of us don't outgrow that? It's pretty incredible. That, in other words, we see something, like, open it, open it, I want it, I want it, I want it. And then Chal says, whoa, pump the brakes a little bit. Right? You see something, you see something, you see something, right? Okay, okay, should you have it? Should I have it or not? And if I do take it, like, what are the ramifications of having that in life? But often what just ends up happening is, I see something, open it, open it, want it, eat it, consume it, enjoy it. Instead, Ramchal says, but one second, you never have the chance to, like, analyze this. Is this thing, is this life lollipop, so to speak, is it something you should have? Is it good for you? Is it going to set you up for success? Again, I will say, Ramchal is not telling us, remember, Ramchal is not telling us, swear off every single pleasure. What he's just saying is, before you partake of it, right? Before you say, open it, ask yourself, good, not good. Put you on the right path, not put you on the right path. Further your ruchnius, detract from your ruchnius. That's all. Ramchal says, how many situations we would save ourselves from if we just took the time to stop and think instead of living life like a two-year-old and just opening and enjoying every single physical pleasure that comes our way. An incredible idea. He goes on, he says, A person has to teach himself this process. To understand that not every pleasure is good. And certain things, by the way, I want to point out over here, he's not, he's not talking about anything illicit. Right, he's talking about things that are all kosher, right? Again, there were like 15 hashkachas on this lollipop. Only the best for my granddaughter. 15 hashkachas on the lollipop. Right? And I will say, but, but Lamaisa, just because there's 15 hashkachas doesn't mean that it's the right thing to have in that moment. At the end of the day, it could be totally mutter, it could be totally kosher. But when I stop to think about it, I realize, you know what? This is probably not good for me. Probably doesn't put me on the right path. And he gives an example over here of eating. Of eating. He says, ultimately, again, eating is the easiest thing that people could get carried away with. This is incredible. So he says over here, eating is the most incredible thing. People put... So much emphasis on it. He's not even talking about overeating over here. He's talking about over here just like people who get so carried away with their food. And then Ramchal says, think about this, right? You can only consume the amount, the amount 
that fits into your mouth, right? And I will say, and what happens after it goes into your mouth? Obviously, it goes into your mouth, right? It becomes mush in your digestive, on your digestive tract, and then you excrete it, right? In other words, I will say, so that's like all that money you spent on that food, all that money you spent on your on that experience, and it just it ends it, it ends up just being digested and excreted. He says, "Vekach yesavem achal barburim avusim." Isn't it incredible that she could be just as full from eating barburim avusim? Right? Literally the best cuts of meat. Right? Actually, he says over here, barburim avusim, I will say, is what we say in, the, in Zmiros. Right? He says, Right? Fattened hens. Fattened hens. Right? So fattened hens, right? A delicacy. It's amazing, says Ramchal, that you become just as full from fattened hens as you are from coarse bread. And I will say, Ramchal's not, again, to be clear, Ramchal's not suggesting that we just eat coarse bread. That's not what he's suggesting. What he's saying is, it's interesting to think a little bit, right? Three hours later, right? Three hours later, the same satiety that you have from the, from the fattened hens is what you're going to have from coarse bread. It's just saying the thing. I was like, does it mean that a person shouldn't have the delicacies? No, enjoy the delicacies. But just think a little bit. It's so easy to get carried away with all of these things. Yet the net effect, the net effect of coarse bread versus fattened hens is the same thing. He says, again, you get carried away with food, you eat too much, I will say a person feels sick. Then feeling sick ultimately again impacts so many other things. The first step to Prishos is just thinking, just thinking, should I have this, shouldn't I have it? If I have it, what's going to happen? If I don't have it, what's going to happen? And just to think, not to live a life of opening, not to live a life of a two-year-old, but just to think before we enjoy. Let's just finish up. Everything is just like, is like, just like eating. It's when a person begins to think about pleasures before partaking of them, you, remember, you, 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 are, you realize something amazing, which is, Every single pleasure gives you a very limited shelf life of enjoyment. It's fleeting. It's just fleeting. In other words, it doesn't stay for you for too long. It just simply fleets or is fleeting. He goes on. Here's what's amazing about, about pleasure. What's amazing about pleasure is the pleasure itself usually lasts for a very short amount of time. But the negative effects from overindulgence in life's pleasures could last a lifetime. And all the Ramchal said, isn't that incredible? The pleasure you get from things, it's always very limited, very short, very temporal. The fallout from making bad decisions and overindulging in the pleasures of life, that fallout could last a lifetime. So therefore, both sides, step number one in inculcating within ourselves the Midah of Prishos is before partaking of any pleasure, of any pleasure, just stop to think. I will say, to be clear, does stopping to think mean don't enjoy it? Don't, don't indulge? No, it could very well mean don't indulge. But at least think to yourself again, okay, what's the effect of this action? 
What happens over here? If I enjoy this, then what? If I partake of this, then what? And even if you partake of it, at least you're partaking of it, again, with an understanding of repercussions, an understanding of the potential effects. And again, I both say that leads one to just a more mindful, thoughtful life. And will lead one to say, certain things I will partake of, and certain things I'm going to pass. So we'll say, Shkayach, we'll stop over today. Rav Hashem, we continue tomorrow. All right, Chevron Zoom, have a great day, everyone. David, have a great day. Mr. Ringo, Shalom Aleichem, nice to see you. And Michael, Chaim, have a great day, everyone.